Welcome to Miss Wrestling Theater 420. Your semi-favorite. Inconsistent. Incorrect. Incoherent. Inappropriate. Unprofessional. Sometimes weekly. Wrestling-based podcast. On Anchor.fm. Tuesday, you know what that means. What the fuck is up? Mr. Wrestling Theater 420, episode 92, season 4, episode 6. We're going to call it Midnight Toker. <laughs> um, because it was Steve Miller's birthday last, last week, week when we yeah. were going to do an episode, and I'm not too lazy to change everything. Yep. So. That's fine. I like Steve Miller a lot anyway, so. Uh, quick happy birthdays to Dusty Rhodes, Rikishi, Sam Fatu, Taz... Tony Chimmel, Sam Houston, Ricochet, Rhea Ripley, Idiot Moss, <laughs> Luke Perry, Matt Bomer, and Sean Patrick Flannery. <laughs> what idiot. Uh, Strain of the day is Space Cowboy, because again, this was all planned last yes. week. For Steve Miller. Yeah. yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Tony Anoki, Coolio, Loretta Lynn. Yes. All right. So we're going to do uh, Extreme Rules. Our little thing, we're going to rate it out of five like we do. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll let King talk about Extreme Rules. Yeah. And then we'll uh, come back with something at the end. I don't know. Maybe just a recap wrestling type thingy. Yeah. Maybe a game. I don't fucking know what we're doing yet. Games are fun. Game, like games. games are always fun. It's easier to do. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll talk about Extreme Rules, but we're probably going to jump all around WWE because blah, blah, blah. We're always last night. Tell yeah. Some storylines. You know. Yeah. Some storylines from... Friday, blah, blah, blah. We'll figure out where we're at. Anyway. But basically, it's Extreme Rules first. Yep. So, I am ready whenever you are. Where do you want to start? The beginning of the match? Let's go with that. Yeah. I mean, we'll go in order. I guess uh, that kind of makes All in sense. all, I will say that the ring work was fine. So, my my my, my scores are going to be based on how interested I was in the match while it was happening. I think. A lot more so. Yeah. I mean, I get that. Um, so for, our first book is the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. Yes. I'm not saying all those fucking names. Fuck that. I said what. Yeah, I, said. <laughs> I mean, if you don't, obviously, if you're watching this, you watch enough wrestling that you kind of know who people are. So right. yeah, I'm not saying all those fucking names. It's six people. Yeah, six man old fashioned Donnie Brook match, which is which was basically fight. just in, a, in like a like an Irish street fight there was just like fight. shillelaghs and whiskey barrels and yeah. shit like the Miracle on 31st Street street fight yeah. it's all they are they're all the same just gimmicky yeah anyway exactly three on three chaotic yeah beat the fuck out of each other matches it was a good match though cause like they're all kind of brutish type wrestlers even yeah. the smaller ones like Pete Dunn he's the bruiser Wade even Giovanni blah, blah, blah. Vinci whatever the fuck yeah, his name is Ludwig Kaiser and he's all a friend of who just read it <laughs> <laughs> I got his name right though that was the first time that was, that, was, that was that was a pretty good match though yeah, I like that match a lot um, so I'm probably gonna go with match of the night on that but it might change at the end I don't I haven't really decided yet uh, but I'm going to give it a three seven five. Okay. I know I like that one a lot, and the rest of these matches are gonna get shitted on. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'll definitely give that like a three seven five too. I'll agree with that one. Yeah, I want to give it a four, but four might be kind of high for. That. I honestly thought that Cross and 
thing was going to start off the night because I thought that would have been more of an asses in seats, but I'm kind of glad they started off. I'm glad this. I started with this one. Uh, they they kind of, uh, Seamus organically became a fucking face. Like, I, it well, wasn't forced on your face, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, oh, you're a bad guy. Now you're not a bad guy no more. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, when you kind of go against, like, the ring Nazis there, it's pretty yeah. fucking easy to be the good guy, I guess. I guess. I, guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't I, know. I, I also like Gunther. Wolfa. I love Gunther. I love all of Imperium. I, I even when they were in NXT, like the other, the tag team of them, yeah, like they put on some good matches with some of the best tag teams down yeah, there. Like they're good in the ring. It's just, I, 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 I don't know how people take their gimmick or whatever, but I, I'm fine with it. I'm I fine like with it too. Yeah. It's not like they're out there fucking saluting. They, they, they just, they just stand at ease the whole time. Yeah. They're not going to say Kyle or anything. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. it's good. It's they, fine. They probably had to tone a little bit of the down coming from NXT and going to. Like, even roster, from like Europe to like. whatever, but I'm saying, like, yeah. Ring General, he just said nothing about being a Nazi. He's just, you know what I mean? <laughs> no. Just calling the Ring Nazis because it's easier. I, I just, well, there are definitely. I think the biggest thing for me is, is the history nerd, and then there's Austria and Germany yeah. and Italy all together. Yeah. Evil, access and, and they want to bring wrestling back to being pure, kind of like. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna say a good match, three seven five. Ah, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a men slapping man meet together match. It really was. <laughs> uh, then we have Ronda Rousey versus Liv Morgan for the SmackDown Women's Title. Yeah, this 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 is like a two for me. Um, yeah. The, the the match is better than I thought it was going to be. I it, it was better than I thought it was it's going to be. But my still my problem with it is is it just doesn't feel organic and fluid. Like, like the match before this felt organic and fluid. Yeah. The match doesn't feel organic and fluid to me. I just feel like there was that thing when she was trying to send Rhonda into a chair into the ring post, and she like they the chair fell and then she fucked it up. And I'm like. What are you doing? Like, because that that was one of my problems with the matches. Like, I just couldn't tell what they were trying to do, and it felt like it was too forced trying to do some special thing, and, like... Yeah, I, I know. It was kind of too choreographed. It, it was like watching AEW. I mean, like... Yeah, I just, like... I don't know. I did not like... Try too hard for that. My biggest thing that I've <laughs> liked since Triple H has kind of been in control is that... The wrestlers feel like they're given time to actually wrestle a match and tell a story. I feel like we're getting that good balance of there is some high-flying stuff. There is some Donnie Brook match type shit. Like, there is... I don't know. The, place- the ring work is much better. I think this is the worst match of the night to me just because of ring work in general. And I was not vested in this match because I don't care about either of them. Agreed. I'm I got over, like, yeah, Liv won, and that was that cool moment, but I've been over that for a while. I've been over Ronda for a long time right. now. Like, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> I, I also don't care anymore, but I'm going to give it a two because it was better than I thought it was, and I was watching it while it happened, and it was fine. Like, Yeah, it was better. I, my I, only problem was, like, it, when Liv was in the fucking armbar at the end, like, she was, like, smiling the whole fucking time. Like, what are you fucking... Learn how to act! <laughs> I feel like that that might have been scripted on purpose, though. Maybe, and we'll talk about that in a little while. Because I think that pertains to something that might... <laughs> yeah, maybe. ...later in the night that happened. But. I, I agree with that, but also, like, we'll see. And then her, like, eyelash just, like, falling off her face. 
Uh, what did you score that one as? I said a two. I'll give it a two. It was better than I thought it was going to be because just, just, just reading it before I watched it was like, I think I'm going to score this a one because I don't give a shit about this. And then I ended up watching the whole thing and I'm like, all right, it wasn't that bad. There was a little bit of mayhem and carnage and I did all right with that, I guess. But like, the re- I don't know. There was just, I feel like when they were trying to force a few parts too scripted like to do some... I agree, but... They were trying to be, I think, too innovative but, with but, it. With, with the shit talent that you had in the ring. Yeah, exactly. Like, honestly, I think if y'all just stuck to, like, basics of, like, tables and chairs and the bad thing's fine. The bad like, thing was fine. I like the bad thing. Yeah. Especially got caught in the ribs on it. It's, yeah, and it left a welt on him, yeah. too, after that. So, But, like, yeah, that 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 was all fine. It was those, those four spots and the fact that I was not vested. So I feel like they're lucky they got a two-star. <laughs> I, I, I think a two's a very fair rating for that one. Uh, then we had the strap match between Karrion Cross and Drew McIntyre. I thought this was a good match. It was really short. Like they, It was the shortest match of the night. It was the shortest which... match because the bell didn't ring right away because Karrion Cross refused to put the fucking strap on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, <laughs> I thought the match was fine. I, the way that it ended was like probably... Um, I don't want to say it was like the most inventive thing I've seen, but like it was definitely something I haven't seen in a while. Like, because yeah. like, what is Scarlett gonna do with Drew McIntyre? Mason, uh, uh, what yeah. the fuck not? <laughs> and, and no, and like, but that's that that's that's the heel thing, and like a lot of people get upset about it, and it's like I I hate Ric Flair, but one of the things that he was known for saying a lot isn't exactly wrong, and it's like if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, right? I won't. And technically, there, there is no, no cheating in that match, right. so. Only rule is you have to be strapped to the, each other. Yeah, and it's like you know she's either she's either gonna low blow him like she did the other night, or she's gonna fucking do something like Mesa right. or something like that. So I mean, I, I thought that was fine. Yeah, I thought that was a good way to do that. Um, like I said, as far as match was good, it was it's a strap match. You're gonna get the same thing out of every strap match. Someone's gonna get fucking it's, whipped it's, with it. It's a lot of whipping with the leather. Someone's strap. gonna get tied up in the rope Someone somehow. Getting choked with it, right? Like, you, you know. It is what it is, but you got like if you like that type of match, you get, like you know what you get, and then it was good. Uh, one thing I they also didn't try to do anything too stupid <laughs> and try to be too innovative, and it was fine. I noticed uh, they mentioned Sting by name. Yeah, during the, the they also mentioned Sasha Banks by name. They did, which I thought was weird. Yeah. Oh, good. I mean, like, the, I mean, your I history's there. You might as well fucking talk about it. Yeah. And honestly, it's not like she's even in another promotion right now. Because right. I think the last I heard, she was trying to get into acting. No. Because she did that role on, like, uh, Mandalorian Season 2. So I think she's trying to, like, use that to get into a little bit of acting instead of wrestling. Which is fine. Do because there is a huge portion of wrestling that is kind of acting anyway. 90%. Like I said, I could you're, you're, you're a shitty person. Ruin that match. Yeah. You're a person, and you're basically portraying a character still, and like you know what I'm saying. And you gotta sell fucking the the moves and things like that, unless you're like a no sell person. Yeah, or oh, whatever. Uh, so, but so this one, I'd give this one like an even three. I feel like. I think that's good. I was gonna do three, two, five, but we'll go three. Because to me, it was like it was. I was excited for it because I like both of these guys. And then, like, 
it was just a even down the middle like thing to me. It wasn't. It was a good match. It wasn't a like awesome five star match, and it wasn't like a shit no. match either. Because yeah. it was just a strap match. I, yeah. It was just a, even a tables match. I thought it was a little better because you know whatever. But so strap matches are what they are. Yeah. Uh, so it's better than a lumberjack match. <laughs> One of the most overrated matches. Ever. Oh, I hate a lumberjack match. Lumberjack match needs to turn the fucking channel because it's fucking pointless. Yeah. And then uh, we had the ladder match between Bianca Belair and Bailey, which had some good moments to it. Yeah, but I really didn't like the match. I there was that botched double KOD thing at the end that fucking threw me way out of it. Like, dude, like yeah. you, don't pick them both up. Like, you can't do it all. I mean, you probably could, but like they weren't cooperated. Like, they like one was like caught up on the fucking turnbuckle. My whole thing is these are one of those things that they should try to do before the match, and if you feel like you're not. Being able to do it evenly and fluidly, just scrap it. It's okay. Yeah. Do something else. Like and the one that like fell apart outside. Like oh, how did that fucking just come off apart? The so one that like easily? split in half. Yeah. Whatever. Then they try to use it again later, and it was like bothering me or whatever. Yeah, I don't understand that. Anyway, so I'm gonna score that match kind of low, and give it a two and a half. I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that because it wasn't anything special, and like I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, felt like it was a little better than the other, like than Ronda and Liv, but it wasn't. Well, we get Ronda and Liv too, right? Yeah, but I mean, so two and a half makes sense. But, but saying like that, that one, I expected it to be a one. Yeah, this one I expected it to be a four. I honestly expect this one to be a lot better, and also there, like I knew all six women were getting involved in this match at some point, or at least I thought all six women were right. going to get involved in this match at some point, and then it was just damage control, and I was like, okay. The other two are hurt. Yeah. I don't know. I can't cancel Ray can't come up there and fucking do something. Yeah, I... Exactly. Anyway. Uh, I thought that was... Like I said, it was what it is. It's fine. But, like, I'm, I'm going to score it low because I, I had higher expectations of it, so... I so, did, too, because usually, like, Bailey's... She's not my favorite uh, by any means, but she's usually pretty all right against most people and yeah. stuff like that. And Bianca, I like Bianca a lot. She's like one of my favorites in WWE. Like, you know, on the woman's side right now. So. So, I, I agree with you. I expected a lot more out of I expected of this. a lot more out of that. Even like Dakota and EO being involved, I expected more with it. Yeah. Like, they took like, what, two blows each and fucking fell out of the fucking ring and they were done? Yep. And like, really, I, I expected Bailey to win too because of that. Yeah. To be an ex- to to an extent, like I'm like, oh, they're gonna fucking bloodline this group, <laughs> you know, like all the way. Here's they, all this gold. They might do that for fucking War Chamber though. War Games though. Boy, I don't want to yeah. keep calling it War Chamber. I I didn't. <laughs> uh, but like they might like. All right, so it's uh, you are Belair and Alexa Belair and her too. Alexa right. Oscar versus Damage and, Control and, and then Champion. You know everything. Yeah, all champions fucking on the line. I mean, I don't know. I, I just feel like that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Then we had uh, Finn versus Edge in the I Quit match. Yeah. Which, uh, here's my issue with this thing, too, right now. Is like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, this is why I started feeling like, I started falling. It was a 30-minute match. It was a 30-minute match. And I really was not... I'm not super invested in this one either because the Judgment Day is just it's it's. Stand. Look, they're better than Retribution was. I I guess because the talent's better though. 
Yeah, but at the same time... Also, like, Dominic's in it now, so fuck him. And I, he doesn't fit in this group. Like, the other three who are in this group were always kind of gothic. Right. In a sense. Metally. Yeah, metally, gothic y. Yeah. Like, Rhea's always been like that ever since she was in UK. I mean, Finn's always had the touch of the flair and the dramatic with all the. The demon. When he was Devitt, he was painting himself and all these things. And he had, yeah, the demon and. And he's used to being part of, like, a heel group. I mean, he started Bullet Club. Right. So, like, that kind of all makes sense. But as soon as Dom, like... And we knew Dom and his father were going to break up eventually. We knew this was coming. I just, like, hate that they put him in the group because I just feel like he doesn't belong. He doesn't belong there. I feel like he's, like, some lost puppy that wandered into the wrong dark alley <laughs> somehow. He kind of did, and Rhea took... <laughs> I... We essentially kidnapped this guy. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, you know, it's uh, just like... I agree. The, the match was too long. I wasn't really into it. It took too long. I mean, yeah, cool with Beth. Is I, this all Edge can do now? Like, he's yeah. had like, these long fucking, fucking no-holds-barred matches. I feel like it. Yeah, so I'm going to score this one extremely low as well, and you only give it a two. Yeah, I just like... I also like... The Beth thing was alright. We're gonna get a fucking Beth versus Rhea match out of this, right? Which I feel like is fine, because I feel Just like they're don't, both... Don't do Edge and Beth Don't give me a mixed Rhea match. And don't, don't miss the fuck out of this yeah. and make this a, a mixed thing. Like... Just let them have their own. Yeah, like, I think I, I think Beth could have her own match. Like it doesn't need to be carried by the men's side of it. You know what I mean? No, and I really honestly. Well, like think Mar that, Maurice really can't. Well, you also look at it this way too. Like her and Rhea match up well because they are both powerhouse females. Right. So that would be like the equivalent of like the man side of like Gunther and Sheamus to me. Like almost. You know, I feel like the be heavy hitting at least. Yeah, and like I always liked Beth when she wrestled. You know what I'm saying? Like she's she's not that bad. Except for the Santino Morella days. Yeah, but like in terms of her her in ring ability, she's right. not bad at all. And Rhea's good, and I think that would be fine. Yeah, just make it like that. I don't. I don't. But I just I've I've really just don't care about the Judgment Day. Yeah, and it, it, it got worse with fucking Dom, my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so, real quick, just a little note on that. Um, speaking of Bullet Club and a bunch of other things. Uh, last night on Raw, they called AJ out. The judgment Day called AJ out. I was like, hey, join my fucking group or we kill you, or whatever they said. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, he goes, yeah. and he goes, well, you know, since I've been here, I kind of need my brothers from Japan, and blah, blah, blah. And now it's on the Good Brothers show up. Oh, shit. <laughs> so. So now we got. Which is weird. Because Carl Anderson is the never open weight champion right now. That is that is very true. You actually I actually forgot about that till you mentioned that. Yeah. So, but is it just because it's a different country, and is it because Trips is in charge and it doesn't care? It's also New Japan. Yeah, and why not have a working relationship? They, they let Mickey there with the Impact title. So and now Triple H is fully in control, and he probably would rather have a few working relationships than being right. so shut off from everybody. Right. We'll do something like that. He's probably gonna lose to Hakaleo now, and during it because there's a match for that title. Yeah, Hakaleo's in. So, but. so but still though, like I feel like Trips isn't gonna care about little right. things like that. So the OC's back together again. So there's a fake Bullet Club there. Yeah, the fake Bullet Club. Everywhere. <laughs> there is a fake. There's, there's fake bullet clubs everywhere. Now. 
I mean, they're in a Bullet Club right now. It's kind of a fake Bullet Club. <laughs> well, yeah, because there's this Bullet Club U.S. and then there's Bullet Club Japan now. Like, Bullet Club U.S. sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I don't... Like, there's a lot of just random That might as well just be called Judgment Day, because I don't give a fuck about that group. Yeah. It was what? Like, Chris Bay, who I kind of like. I like Chris Bay, but like, do you fit in that group? Eh. He doesn't... I don't think his, his type of heel matches with Bullet Club nope. heel. He matches with Swerve. Ace Austin doesn't even no, really fully fit in that Austin group either. either. And I'm not a fan of Ace Austin. Um, who else we got in that group? Jay White. It was, yeah, Jay White. The Good Brothers are technically part of that group. Yeah, now, now they're apparently, I don't know, maybe uh, Bullet Club US is going to expand into WWE now. Yeah. And give it fucking Styles and fucking Good Brothers. That would kind of make sense, I guess. Yeah. Bullet Club versus the world. That's the next fucking pay-per-view. It's going to be Bullet Club, like all of them, yeah, versus, versus everybody them. else. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Oh my that's... god, if they, don't, they should cash in on that for real. There's so many fucking Bullet Club people all over the fucking place. They should definitely do something. Yeah. You should definitely do something with that, because you can. Uh, so It is interesting that they're back, though. Yeah, it's interesting. Trips, Trips has spent a lot of money right now. He's going to kind of bloat that roster up again. Yeah, well, he needs a he needs a few more people, and I think he's gonna be smart. And they pick... have the people, but like they don't have the star quality. So like they like they're starting to buy some people back. I think. Yeah. People, hey. Some people I don't care about, and then you know some people I do care about, but yeah. Side of point. Yeah. Let's do our let our last match here. Yeah. We got uh, Matt Riddle versus, versus Seth freaking Rollins in a fight pit match with Daniel Cormier as the special guest referee, yeah. who. Uh, needs to go to fucking AEW and teach him how to fucking not fucking be fucking shitted on because he goes over there just yelling at motherfuckers. Dude, when when that like the match started and I'm like I, I for a minute when I first heard fight pit match I, like I blanked out and like I'm like what the fuck is a fight pit match like I feel like I know that but I can't yeah. remember. Then I remembered it was like it's been used in NXT a few times. There's been some good ones in yeah, NXT. Timothy Thatcher one. Yeah. So I'm like oh no I'm gonna love this because. Seth is CrossFit Jesus, so he can he can he's got the stamina to go against somebody. I think that's why I kind of like this feud randomly, because I feel like they're both like stamina powerhouses, but they're also very talented, and like the that feeds well off of it and all that. But I <laughs> the first Cormier fucking Cormier fucking grabs fucking Riddle. Riddle and throws him into the cage. Is like you fucking listen to me, motherfucker. You hit him, fight him, not me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. And then he did a similar thing to Seth, and I'm like, well, that's what a ref is supposed to be like. This is kind of cool. I like this. Uh, and I remember vividly... He's not taking like, any shit. He wasn't counting when you were on top. Like, he's not supposed to. Yeah. I liked it Seth, like, kind of, you know, decided not to fall off of the thing, grab the thing on the way by. I might have done that, too, but I'm not fucking falling off this thing. I think, like, that... <laughs> he was I think the plan was for him to fall like that all along but like he did it that way to make sure it was like I didn't fuck myself off yeah speaking of that the broton off that thing like that looked like it hurt everybody like I thought he broke his tailbone I I, thought (laughs) he landed in that sitting position and I'm like like when I was a kid I fell off a ladder the big metal ones that burned you when you went down ladder and I fell off into a sitting position and ended up needing, like, surgery and shit because it fucked up my insides. Yeah, that's what I thought happened to him immediately. And I watched him do that, and I'm like... And then I also said, I said, I hope he clenched his ass cheeks because that also feels like the kind of impact that would make you shit yourself. <laughs> because landing in a sitting position just... It's that pressure when you land like that, like... 
I'm like that. I'm like. I thought it was a good match, all in all, though. I uh, that was close to my other match of the night. Yeah, right. To be honest. honest, I'm also giving it a four. I'm, I'm just gonna, which they did I'm, good. I'm just gonna even it four and four. They kept me. I agree with that. They kept. They they started me off on a high note and kind of went me through the middle and then ended on a high. Although note. I do like that every match was some type of fucking extreme rules. I again another thing I was gonna say that I like the fact at first I'm like six matches I'm like but then again I'm like you know what I don't always have a problem with that seeing that there's going to be like three pay per views in the span of like two months basically, right. um so you're getting other people showcased at other shows. And the fact that they were able to make, like, every match a stipulation match, like, it used to be when it first became a thing, like... Right, exactly. It, it felt you know, good. So something was something. It wasn't a fucking lame It wasn't, match. oh, we have one Extreme Rules match for the main event, and the rest are just rest regular just, matches. Why like, even call it Extreme Rules? It wasn't rules? in the main event last year. It was, like, the fucking, like, third match in. Yeah, so it's like, why even call it Extreme Rules? That makes no sense. Speaking of Seth Free and Rollins, he's your new United States champion. He beat Lashley? Oh, oh, let me explain this to you. Lashley's okay. out there talking shit. Blah, 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 blah. I beat this person, this person, this person. Now I'm going to beat up Seth Rollins. And then, Brock Lesnar comes out. Fucking F5s him a couple fucking times. Then Seth comes out. <laughs> Curves on him a bunch of fucking times. And he wins. Holy shit. <laughs> so, I'm thinking that Crown so, Jewel, we get a fucking re- get... A rerun of Lesnar and Lashley. And they should bring... Daniel Cormer for the fucking special guest. Oh, they should do that. And UFC the shit out of this thing. They should do UFC the fuck out of that. Just a fucking straight up fight. Yep. <laughs> because they are both, they are they are both fairly successful in MMA. Right. So it's not like they couldn't like actually fight each other. And I feel like these two have also known each other for a long time too. I don't know if they have though. They might have, but like. But didn't they come up? Well, I don't know. Because he like... was more ECW and he, he's more FCW. They may have been around the same time, but I don't think they were actually like... Yeah. The same time. Uh, let's get to the, the, the good part. Okay, so like the whole card... You had the little teaser video with the white rabbit landing on the axe and then the hellfire coming up right. or whatever. Like, I felt like a 1980s video game to me. <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, we're all expecting... And the whole thing, I'm like, oh, when is it? When is when is it gonna show up? Because if it's Bray Wyatt, I wouldn't be surprised if he showed up during Finn and Edge for some reason. I, I, I expected him then. I and then I kind of expected him during Riddle and fucking uh, Seth too, because that's yeah. Orton shit or whatever. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, so like, I, 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 those are the two matches. And when I realized that those were gonna be the last two matches, I'm like, all right, this makes a lot of sense. I don't know when else he'd actually show up. None of the other matches felt like it would be a time for him right. to show up. Uh, and then like they did the watermark uh, trademark thing or yeah. whatever in the corner yeah, and, oh, I'm, good. Like, and I'm sitting there and I'm like I put my hands up watching it and I'm like the fuck <laughs> like are you gonna do this to me like I'm like I said of course they're gonna save it for like fuck they're gonna keep teasing this to like Survivor Series because it's one yeah. of the big four you know a motherfucker's gonna come up in the end of the war games match like out of the fucking ring or something and then the whole oh are we still on here like, right. oh, like, oh, yeah, okay, here we, gonna go. Happen. Yeah, here, here we go. Yeah, here we go. And then they started showing, like, all the... The crazy videos and... Yeah, like, the show Firefly the... Funhouse characters out right. in the crowd, and... I'm uh, like, oh, this is... this. I'm like, it's Bray Wyatt. But until I saw his face, I still was not gonna fucking be sold on it. I was... Yeah, it was weird, though, because it was just, like... It was, like... 
they were showing like bits of the Firefly Funhouse all run down, those creepy videos, and then like you saw like the fiend out there, but right. I'm like that doesn't I said that's, that's not him. And then I was like, are they gonna fuck with us and just make someone else come out and like yeah, maybe Randy Orton or something. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't know. So I still wasn't Cena. Yeah. <laughs> I still was a little skeptical and then it was actually him at the end and I was like I was all excited, marking yeah. out a bit. I like Bray Wyatt a lot. I like Bray Wyatt a lot too. Um, now we can play a fun guessing game of who the characters are going to be. Yeah, so a lot of people said, oh, "Of course, it was so it's so easy to say Alexa Bliss would be the witch character, right?" Um, but Li- I feel like it's Liv Morgan. It I think might be Liv Morgan. I think it's Liv Morgan too because I've also read that Bo Dallas is back. I also think, yeah, Bo Dallas, I've always said that, like, the best thing for Bo to come back would be to just join the fucking, right. with his brother. His brother will carry the shit out of him. I agree. Uh, um, and did, you sent me that thing, and, like, the guy in that video also thought the same thing. It could be Liv, it could be Alexa. It could be somebody else. Um, he also thought Bo would be there. Bo could definitely be one of them. Bo could probably be the Fiend. Yes. That would kind of be hilarious and make Mer- sense. Mercy looks like Grayson Waller, but that could just be a stand-in for now. I also think, like... Because I, I think the... Isn't T-Bar still around? Yeah. Like, throw him onto that fucking thing, because he's got some height, too. Right, I mean, I'm saying it looked more like Grayson Waller. It did look a lot like Grayson Waller, but then again, we don't know if this is just people wearing the masks until... Yeah, so, so, like... I, when I rewatched the thing, because they replayed it on like, the entire fucking vi- the whole yeah. segment thing again, and uh, I saw somebody, and it looked like uh, Casey, uh, not Casey, uh, Kaden, Joe, K- K- Kaden Carter. Okay. It looked like she was playing one of the characters. Okay. Like, I saw like the braids, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So like, she might have just been playing a character as a stand-in for now. Yeah. Uh, I do think Joe Gacy is Huskis, though. At least, yeah, the, at the least take... from Extreme Rules. Yes. And again, we don't even know. Like half of the people that they use to just play these characters might not be the actual right, so people I'm saying, who like, they reveal them to be. So I, I kind of pulls everybody out of NXT like that, though. Yeah, I don't really need a lot of good. Bo Dallas is one thing, and Liv Morgan is another because that's all like his like kind and of. And the family. whole Liv thing makes a lot of sense. She was smiling while getting choked the fuck out. Right, she's also dating Bo Dallas or married to Bo Dallas now. Oh, okay, I did not know that. Yeah, so like. <laughs> Yeah, Bo being his real life brother. Yeah. It kind of all fits with the family thing there. Yeah. I agree. It's the Wyatt Six. Like, I knew there was going to be six of them right from the fucking beginning. Yeah. So, there's that. Which is like, now he literally comes in with like a whole fucking. No, they, they, they sit in the crowd and just randomly appear in matches and shit. I guess it's going to happen. Yeah. They're going to keep saving the fuck out of it. I thought I thought the whole. Surprise leading up to it was fine, but I think the, the, the more surprise is going to be who the people are going to be. Because they're yeah. going to be unmasked at some point. And I really, again, I really wouldn't be surprised if they had people stand in at first and then had them reveal to be different people in right. the end. If, depending on how it matches up with storyline, depending who they start fucking with. I think a lot of that all matters. Also, I but you would, know you do know that brave. I like, would also love the fact that if it is just some random people like like Liv and Bo and stuff like that, that they should just like randomly start showing up and fucking with just all sorts of people. Like they're gonna just terrorize the entire roster or something. Like I don't know. I would like that. Just like random matches, it happens. It makes no fucking sense, and they just start terrorizing everybody. Like 
Braids a stickler to detail, so there's some clues out there. Like, there's the two titles near the witch. Yeah. So, like, it kind of has to be Alexa or Liv. Or not has to be, but, like... Yeah. Uh, but, you know what I mean? Like, something like that. Like, he, he's real stickler for detail, so even the shit that, like, we didn't see. Yeah, and... and... Like and he, that's why you had people literally like running through source codes and all right. sorts of and stupid shit. Right, for me because I'm not doing all that shit. Yeah, I'm not doing all <laughs> that. And like honestly, like yeah, and that's how Bray works. There's always a hidden message in yeah. like everything he does, and that's kind of what leads to his appeal for me. I think including is, the, the 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 slight Brody Lee tribute with the blue door. Yeah, I mean, it, it fine's fitting. You know what I mean? It is what it is, and yeah, just a little tribute's fine. I don't know. I'm just. I was happy he's back. Me too. I I, I think. It's and like, with Trips in charge, he'll let him. Because Bray's one of those guys you can kind of give a lot of creative control to to an extent, and it's gonna be a good thing. I feel like that's the whole secret with the creative control thing: knowing who to fucking let run a little bit more wild than others. You can let more of them run more wild than they do. Yeah, but like still. So. I think it'll be exciting. The problem with creative control is you end up with shit like AEW where everybody thinks they're in charge. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like that's why it's like it's a very fine line. Yeah. It's a fine line. You like, got you gotta be able to put your foot down still too. Yeah. And be like, no. Like may, maybe not a bad idea, but I don't know how it's gonna go over. Or like you gotta yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm cool with it. it and it doesn't it, help over an AEW when the one that's, like, the final say is coked out of his head anyway, so I just... And, and kind of a wimp about stuff. Like, dude, just let him, like, say no. Yeah. Like, none of this shit's important. <laughs> I, I got some issues with AEW lately. It hasn't, is it not what it was? Well, save, save that. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll save that for the second half. We'll just we'll do a, a quick wrestling rundown of some other shit and then yeah. pretty much AEW fuck at is after. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll come back. We got King. He's gonna bitch about fucking uh, extreme rules as well. I don't know what he's actually gonna talk about because yeah. I didn't listen to it yet. <laughs> but anyway, we'll come back with some AEW bullshit talk stuff. Yep. All right. Anchor FM. The following does not express the views of Mystery Wrestling Theater 420 and are only King's views. Hashtag shut up King. Oh yeah. Let's go. As always, I am the king of old school. This is the Monday Night Rant on Mystery Wrestling Theater 420. And Apparently, my views expressed are just my own. So, I guess fuck them. I don't know. Anyway. So, I wasn't going to... Was not going to rant this week. I was going to take another week off. I don't think anybody really minded. But, I had a couple minutes to myself on Monday. So, I figured I might as well start talking. Let's record. Let's bitch. Actually, I'm not going to bitch. Surprising. Uh, first off on my agenda, I'd like to say happy birthday to my birthday buddy, Taz. We both share the same birthday, so I might as well say happy birthday to you, my friend. Okay, let's move on. Next up, White Rabbit. I was wrong. Boy, was I fucking wrong. Whew. So, 
I'm a little, little upset, a little pissed off just because that whole puppet thing was kind of, kind of looked a little hokey. But I'm hoping that as it, as it comes to play out, that maybe this is in the second coming of the Wyatt family and that this is going to be more interesting, that you're going to find out who's behind the masks now. Are they going to wrestle? Is the rabbit going to wrestle? Is the pig going to wrestle? Is the vulture going to wrestle? What's going to fucking happen? Who the fuck knows? But let's, you know, it could be interesting. It could very well be interesting. Oh, yeah, by the way, huge fucking spoiler if you haven't fucking watched Extreme Rules. But I don't think anybody that is a wrestling fan has missed out on any of this bullshit because it's been fucking floating around the Internet for the past few days. I have seen this fucking pig more times in the past few days than I care to, than I care to fucking remember. I, I, I mean, fucking, I knew that it was Bray Wyatt before it was Bray before I saw that it was officially Bray Wyatt just because I saw that fucking pig in like 16 fucking memes in the span of like an hour and a half. And I didn't even look at the, uh, at the Extreme Rules uh, recap at that point. Because, you know, like an idiot, I thought it was Sunday. Nope. WWE has their thing where they want to do everything on a fucking Saturday night. Why do you do shit on a Saturday night? It fucking sucks. I mean, come on. You should know by now. Your tradition is Sunday. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sunday night. That way you, 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 you show up and you're all fucking cranky to work on Monday morning because what's wrong with you? I stayed up and watched the fucking WWE. You got a fucking problem with it? Fuck you. Fire me. Okay. But, alas, they don't anymore. Now everything's on a fucking Saturday night. Saturday night sucks. Okay. Now, granted, there's really nothing to do on Saturday nights anymore. It's not like you're going to, you know, go out of your way to watch SNL or something. But, I mean... You know, I don't know. It's just me. I just don't like these Saturday pay-per-views. I think they're bullshit. You always forget they're there. Not that I probably would have watched it anyway, first run. I probably would have watched it through the week anyway, because that's usually what I do. But anyway, I uh, did catch a couple of, a couple of uh, pieces. Didn't watch the whole thing. I have to admit, I did... I, I don't want to sound like an asshole or sexist or anything like that, but I totally skipped over the women's matches. Have no, <clears throat> excuse me again, no interest in seeing Bianca Belair and Bailey. No interest in Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan. I had zero, zero interest in either of those matches going forward. I was more interested in the six-way tag match than I was in the other shit. But again, just me. Excuse me, I took a drink so I wouldn't be coughing again. Uh, next up, you have um, Ronda Rousey apparently did win the win the title. She knocked out uh, fucking Liv Morgan. That's the only thing that I actually want to go back and see of that match is the ending and see how she knocked her the fuck out. But aside from that, I have zero, zero, zero interest in either of those matches. I don't know why. Bianca Belair just had, she does nothing. I don't like her in the ring. I don't like her her character. I don't know what the deal is with her. I'm I I never I wasn't a fan. I I don't know. Uh, kind of wanted to see Bailey win, but that's just me. Again, I'm not a fan of Bianca Belair. Oh well. Uh, 
the six-man tag match, holy fucking shit. Wow. Um, I'm not a big fan of Seamus' boys, I'm not going to lie. But holy fucking shit. These guys put on a hell of a show to get your ass in the seats. My God. And uh, the only complaint that I or anybody else has had that I or anybody else had with this match was the fact that there was nothing on the line. It was just a big ass fight just because they wanted to fucking fight. That the I mean, if you had thrown the Intercontinental Championship into that or said that, you know, or even said that if Sheamus's group comes away with the win, then Sheamus gets another match for the Intercontinental Intercontinental Championship, then I think it would have been more uh, a little bit more intriguing. But holy shit, that was a great fucking match. Um, I, I looked um, both CBS and Bleacher Report both came away with this match with A ratings, A or A minus ratings. They said that the whole pay-per-view from start to finish was amazing for them. I wouldn't go that far, but, I mean, it was definitely one of the better matches of the year. Not going to lie. Uh, let's get to the uh, what could have been a holy shit show uh, with the... <clears throat> excuse me again. With the uh, the Judgment Day going against Edge. The I Quit match. That, I got this feeling that there's going to be another piece coming into this. I just can't figure it out, really. Um, Ray and Dom, they're going to they're gonna build that up. <coughs> they're not going to, that they're not going to actually get into the ring against each other until Royal Rumble. Let's be honest, folks. Ray is going to keep avoiding this match as much as humanly possible until he can't avoid it anymore. My belief is this, uh, just, just, just this right now is that something's going to happen. They're going to be on either sides of the, of a survivor series type match. Possibly, possibly. But I think that Ray is going to keep ducking that one-on-one encounter as long as he can. He's going to keep building it up. Uh, I think at the Royal Rumble, uh, if I remember right, last year, Bray tossed Dom at the, at the Rumble. Um, and this, what a lot of people say started the whole thing. I don't know. I don't care. But um, Dom sucks either way. Um, but Ray, I think, is going to at the Royal Rumble, I think that's when he's going to actually start fighting back. He's probably going to take him out of the take him out of the Rumble again. Just a belief. I think that's when the, that's when it's going to start off. Where the Ray's going to start back. It's going to take him out of the Rumble, and then from there, it's going to build, and they're going to challenge each other at WrestleMania. And that's my thought. And that could very well be. End of the day, end of the game for Rey Mysterio. After that, it's one of those things that I've got a feeling. I did read that both Rey and Edge, and uh, there was two other names that I cannot remember off the top of my head, all said that the same thing. They want to give it up 
at the calendar end of 2023, they or at the end of their contract, whichever I don't whichever came first. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see if they actually extend either of those. But that's my thought. I think that's how I Ray is going to go out. Is he's going to go out going one on one against his bro- against his son? That's that's my thought. But I'm gonna leave that. Let's go back to the actual match. That was that was a good match back in and out all over the place and now the ring. I like that shit. Okay. I I I enjoy watch I enjoyed watching it back when, you know, Chris Benoit and Kevin Sullivan did it. it you you pretty much knew it was going into the bathroom each time that Chris Benoit and Kevin Sullivan had a false count anywhere match. But with this one and in the I Quit match, it was good. But every I Quit match I've ever seen ends the same way. It ends in bullshit. Uh, this one ended in the bullshit. They, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, they ended up um, doing the shit with with uh, Beth Phoenix and playing to Edge's emotions. You know, wanted to save his wife. And then they fucking hit her anyway. But, uh, you know, there was that. The one with Mick Foley and The Rock. I mean, the the bullshit there. A lot of people, you know, they still argue that, you know, it wasn't a live piece of Mick Foley screaming I quit. It was um, pre-recorded. But, oh, well. I mean, who the fuck cares? It's 20-plus years later, almost 30 years later. Um so we're going to move on from that. But that was a good match, too. I can't, I, you know, just every match, the, the every match on the men's side, just leaves you questioning which one was better. I mean, they actually put on a hell of a pay-per-view this time. And it left me wondering who had the best match. And I can't tell you that. Um, we're going to move on to the Riddle and, and Rollins match. I only caught clips of this. I have to go in and watch this match from beginning to end. But my God, from what I saw, this was an incredible match. An incredible, holy shit balls. I mean, it took Riddle to a totally, totally different uh, level in my opinion if that doesn't lift him up to main event status I don't know what the fuck will because that was incredible that showed me that he can hang with the big boys all he wants and that he's got the drive he's got the attitude he's got the anger he's not just the goofy stoner son of a bitch guy I'm bro you know he's he's actually got a little angry side, which is what I like to see. Um, I'm also sh- seeing that. Um, I kind of, I kind of want to see him. Not gonna lie, I want to see. I want to see him make the uh, make some get some sort of a push. Um, y'all know that Reigns and fucking Reigns isn't gonna drop until WrestleMania probably now. So. God only knows which direction we're going to go in. Is he going to be going against Bray? Is Bray going to be the Undertaker now? Or is or is Bray going to come out and be the Cena? There's your question. How are they going to how are they going to do that with him? But um back to back to Riddle. Let me I'm all over the place. Um but with Riddle, that was that was a I mean 
the ending of that match. Whew. The, the, making him tap out that he had to do that. He didn't just have, he could. It makes Riddle look stronger going forward and having the tap out than knocking him out than having Rollins not make the 10 count. Because if they wanted to go forward and have both men look big getting out of this, Rollins would have made the 10, would have, you know, lost at the 10 count. You know, he would have been wobbly and okay, it would have been some sort of a bullshit how he didn't get reach his feet in time or whatever, you know. But yeah, he, the tap out solidified it for me. Uh, Riddle is ready for the next step. Let's throw a belt at this motherfucker. Okay, he needs start him with the U.S. Have him go, you know, start him with the U.S. title. Have him go against, you know, is Lashley still got the belt? I, I, I haven't watched. I'm not going to lie. I got pissed off and stopped watching for a couple of weeks. Uh, <laughs> and then and then the White Rabbit shit happened, and I only watched, you know, bits and pieces. But is Lashley still got the U.S. title? If that's the case, throw him up against Lashley. See what they can do. That'll be a good fucking match. They both have a UFC background. So have that happen. Um, the only other match that I'm not talking about is the uh, the strap match between Karrion Cross and Drew McIntyre. That one, to me, just... I, from what I saw on this one, as again, and one of the matches I, I, I only saw clips, I want to go back and watch this again. It just didn't seem like it had the emotion that it should have. It looks... I mean, with, a, with the build-up on this one being over two months of a build-up, it looks like they should have had more emotion into it. But... That's just me. It should have been more. It should have been better than it was. So that's. I want us to go back in and just to see if maybe it's something I missed because I I'd only watched clips of that one and the Riddle match. So yeah. But uh, yeah, going back to what I said about Bray Wyatt, how are they going to use him going forward? This is how I want it, What I want to know. Are they going to use him as the special, as the you know. The, this guy's our main eventer no matter what. He doesn't even have to have a fucking belt for us to, you know, to go nuts with him. That's what they did with The Undertaker. The Undertaker is his own fucking thing. He was his own fucking event. He was his own fucking show. They threw, you throw the, uh, the belt on him and it was icing on the cake as far as they were concerned. But he didn't need the belt for them to, to push him. And I think that's the same thing that they should do with Bray Wyatt. Will they? That's the question. Where it's Triple H in charge and not Vince McMahon, I think it's a good chance that you do not see them throw Bray Wyatt down your fucking throat like they did with John Cena, like they do with Roman Reigns, like they did with Brock Lesnar. I think that they're going to use him the way that he should be used, as his own special entity, instead of keep throwing the belt around his waist. But, you know, that's me. Uh, I've got no questions this week. I'm laying off for a cup, a little bit. I've got a little something that I wanted to do. I've uh, been doing a little research as well into um, some stuff with Vince McMahon. Uh, read a, uh, so I'm going to, for a rainy day, I'm going to drop those, those on it. But uh, right now, that's pretty much all I've got. Um, 
yeah, that's that's really all I have. I don't, I don't see anything else in my notes. I really just wanted to talk about Extreme Rules. So uh, with that said, I'm done talking to myself. What's going on, y'all? It's your neighborhood bake shop here, MHSL Bake, and you are now rocking with the Mystery Wrestling Theater 420 podcast. Those are my guys over there. Make sure y'all tap in anytime they drop. You know what I mean? Good peoples, good topics, great puns. Yeah, man, check them out. Mystery Wrestling Theater 420 Podcast. Check them out because Bake said so. Money high, stress low, that's the motto. You listening to Save You in the background featuring my artist, I-93 Carry On. Make sure y'all check out the new music. All right, so we're back. Yep. So I decided, well, I, I, Big Mix wants to bitch about AEW, so we're going to bitch about AEW. But yeah, prior, I, prior to you bitching about AEW, let me give you my douchebag candidates of the week, and then you can figure it out as you go. Yeah. Okay? Candidate number... So a lot of these are standby people, and a lot of them for petty reasons, which is fine. I'd rather have you call you a douchebag for something petty than something that's illegal and that makes you a fucking total douchebag. Yeah. Like calling you a douchebag is petty... you get on this list because you're, you're an actual, like, full-blown fucking douchebag, and, like, that that's... Yeah. Oh, before I stop that, can I add Edge to my fucking yell to wall list? Yeah, I'm getting there with Edge. All right, so Ed, Ed, I, I think a lot of the reason I'm getting there with Edge is his matches are too fucking long, and I think it's because he has a fucking feeling that like he's trying to prove something. Right. So Ed, Edge is there, um, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. He's not in the douchebag way. Right? I just wanted to put that out there. All right, so here are some candidates for you. Also, you can make your own fucking candidate. Okay. But most, like I said, most of these are for petty reasons. Actually, all these are for fucking super petty reasons, but. Beside the point. Uh, so we have Sammy Guevara and Andrade for the yeah. fight thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Twitter beef, blah, blah, blah. I was actually kind of okay with it. I thought it was, I, I like battle rap, so I, I thought it was cool. Yeah. Back and forth, blah, 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 blah. Maybe no air out your dirty laundry on fucking social media. But again, as a fan, I'm kind of intrigued by it. Yeah. So... <laughs> But both of them can be considered douchebag. Uh, Sammy even more for not being sent home after yeah. the, the second confrontation. Uh, Tony Khan for not sending Sammy home and having him win. Yep. In the main event. Honestly. And have him like hoisted up. And why is Sammy always involved in shit? Uh, <laughs> honestly, this kind of leads me to say that I feel like there could other be other forces at work there, i.e. Chris Jericho, too. Fucking saying you can't send him home, you know, da, da 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 Probably because as much as I like Chris Jericho, he's a pro, he's at that yell at the wall age to me too, and he also sometimes feels like he comes off like a douchebag. Well, I mean, it's a lot like you know, Andrade's trying to get fired. Andrade's trying to get fired because he wants to go back to WWE. <coughs> but like, Sammy did have some valid point in the sense that he's just kind of going to be in the mid card no matter where he goes yeah yeah i mean he failed to get over twice i mean like i said yeah both kind of petty reasons um tony and chris jericho we could throw him in there for the same petty reason but that's, I also that's feel, not a proven thing so no no that's not a proven thing i'm just saying i wouldn't be shocked if that's why sammy didn't get sent home was because of chris jericho and i feel like tony would listen to jericho more than anybody else right I agree. now in uh, that locker room so on that same line we got dave melsger yeah. Uh, for saying that, oh, WWE roster fights all the time. And then here are some examples. And then his three examples were um, Chris Jericho and Brock Lesnar. 
Vince McMahon and Nails. Yeah. Vince McMahon and Bret Hart. All right. So Arguably, one of those people worked there still. Yeah. One. Yeah. <laughs> you only named five, but one of those people still worked there. Yeah, Lesnar. I mean, I guess you can kind of make a case for Vince, but he doesn't technically work there. No. So, and Vince is the boss, so, like, but also, like, yeah, it's wrestling. There's also way more examples of that, though. It's like Kurt Hennon and fucking Lesnar is like... My whole thing, exactly, though. This is wrestling. You got a bunch of, like, type A fucking guys a lot of times... You have people to be a good wrestler. You have to have a certain sense of an attitude. Ego. Yeah. Okay. Same thing. Um, like, like kind of like Punk. Yeah. I'm the best wrestler in the world. I also feel like Punk gets off on being an asshole. Punk. Yeah, we said this like a couple weeks ago, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so, Punk does get off on being the asshole and and wants to play a martyr game yeah. himself. So. So like, but you have a lot of personalities like that. They're not all gonna clash. It's not gonna all be kumbayas backstage. And they all literally fight each other for a living. You're going to have fights. It happens. Honestly, though, it should be handled all the same way. There should be no special circumstances for anybody if it does happen. I mean, look at what happened with everybody else, like the Bucks and Punk and all that. Right. Like, fine. Sammy should not have wrestled. Sammy should not have wrestled. Like, he should at least been sent home. Just because you don't want to change your storyline a little bit, you're gonna fucking be a dick about it. Like you're, you're telling me you couldn't just sub in one of the other Jericho H- appreciation. H- Hagar couldn't get that fucking win you instead. Throw Hagar in, you couldn't throw one of the idiots from right. whatever the with him. Like I don't know. You could have done something. You, you could have said, "Oh, really Sammy's said. magically hurt all of a sudden, and you know he misses one week. It could have been yeah. one fucking week." Yep. That's it. You got. You should have done something with it. Yep. So, those are your douchebag candidates. Uh, I know you want to bitch about AEW and its actual self. Yeah. Just sure. because, like, I, I don't know. It's, and this is the thing, like, right before, whatever, when we were talking about that creative control and stuff like that, and there's a fine line. They've gone over that fine line too much. You got too many people thinking they were in control. And then my problem with Tony Khan is, like, the, the, the promo thing like dude like you don't have to have scripted promos what you need to do is like you can't say this yeah. you have to say this yeah I don't care how the fuck you say it but you can't say these things and they should all have those things yeah like I there's know some, sometimes like, wrestlers want to be personal and blah 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 but, but like, there's some no go points unless this is something that the wrestlers are, are cool with each other and are okay using that right if, if they come to you together with, hey, we want to use this angle, we've talked about it, we're both okay with it, that's a different story. But I feel like, yeah, they let them get a little too personal, and sometimes that, like, strikes a chord. And it's creating too much strife backstage. I also feel like there's just way too much that doesn't make sense. Like, why Garcia is been in Jericho Society like all of a sudden yeah like that happened like randomly because he won the pure title and that was like the end of him being in Jericho Society yep there's just a lot of things that just don't make sense it's not like I just feel like some storylines just kind of get like juggled and one gets dropped and there's not a lot of and I feel like I don't know maybe this is just because it's like 
things are improved on the WWE side, so it's like, I don't know. Well, we get a TNT match. It's either Wednesday night or it was last Wednesday. I kind of blend them all together. But it's, it's going to be Wardlow, because he's a TNT champion, versus Brian Cage. That was this past Wednesday. With zero fucking build. Yeah, and because to me, I was like, when did That's Brian... a great fucking match. That's a great match. No build. I haven't been watching AEW as much as I have been WWE. I've been busy doing lately. other things, like mainly disc golf. But like... Yeah. No, I get it. Like, you know, I have my other things too. It's like... But it's like... So it's... I I just... I feel like Brian Cage came back out of nowhere too. Is this something I've missed in the past couple weeks? No, he was literally on AEW. Not AEW. He was on um, the ROH thing a, a while back. Whatever the fuck that pay-per-view was. Yeah. Supercard or whatever. No, and I remember that. <laughs> and I ain't seen him since. Yeah, I don't watch dark, and I don't watch I don't dark. Watch dark. I haven't watched dark since I, the pandemic. Like, yeah. I don't watch that shit no more. Um, no, I barely watched dynamite. I mean, not dynamite. Um, I watched I, I watched dark in the beginning because the dark used to just be like the dark matches. Yeah. from the um, events that we would go to, and it was our three year anniversary. Yeah, coming up. So yeah, like us going. I think it's like yeah. today or tomorrow or something. Tomorrow would be yeah, because the three year exact anniversary was last Wednesday. So for us, it would be this tomorrow, this Wednesday yeah. coming up. No, that was, the, that was the anniversary show. I think the actual anniversary was Saturday or Sunday. Oh okay. Like Friday. It was like you know what I mean. It wasn't on Wednesday. No, it was just their anniversary show. Yeah okay. But it, it would be a, yeah. So like I used to watch Dark back then because it yeah. was just more of that. Wrestling dark. is different. I don't watch Dark. I don't watch Elevation. I yeah, fuck all about fucking Elevation. I barely watch Rampage. I was just gonna say I barely watch Rampage. It's usually Dynamite for me. Yeah, um, which is okay. Like you got a show out of it. I mean, I watch pretty much one show a week. And like, don't for both like, of you. And me shitting on it. It's like petty. Yeah, yeah. It's all petty. It's all petty R- little wrestling's petty. It is yeah. what it is. So it's just it's all little bullshit that I just feel like. I also feel like they try to do they're trying to do too much, and I feel like this is a symptom of having a bloated roster. They need a fucking ROH show. Yeah. The NXT show. You yep. need your NXT. Because you have. And if you're gonna, no one's watching dark enough to really get to know a lot of the other talent that you right. have. Do you know what might help them? As much as I hate to say this, a brand split. Yeah. Just so they can say, these people are on fucking Dynamite. These ROH, fucking versus, or even ROH versus AEW, basically, type of... Well, not the, versus, even. Just, just a, a just complete split yeah. brand split, so I'm not watching every... So Jericho has to go to fucking ROH because he's the ROH champion. Yeah. Fine. Give credibility to the ROH side right now. Right. AEW, you got Moxley as your head on AEW if you want. Like, I mean, he's... Yeah, it's the same, still the same roster, and you can have the same roster meetings with everybody. But primarily, like, yeah, and you can have, like, the wild card Mondays when fucking SmackDown comes in and invade, you know what I mean? Like, you can have those type of things. Yeah. But, like, separate your roster more. Mm-hmm. Like, show, showcase these motherfuckers on Dynamite. I also feel like if you've got an hour for Rampage, you got two hours for Dynamite, and you give us, like, an hour to two hour show for ROH, you could literally split your roster up amongst those three where you could keep certain prevailing storylines specific to a show a bit and separate it because it's just like I said it's just too much they're trying to do too much and if you have all the ROH guys here doing their thing and then you have like AEW and then you could showcase a few other people on Rampage like it would just work better I feel like 
Because my problem with wrestling is, yeah, like, it's one of those things you could walk away from for a couple weeks and come back and not miss too much. Not miss anything. But I feel like with AEW, like, I I just, I miss things a lot because they try to do way too much. They, they also try to carry storylines out on dark and elevation. And I'm like, dude, and then it, people it, it's, aren't watching that. Exactly. And they got You don't explain it. Like, there's no fucking, there's no replay. Like, as much as I hate the replay thing. As much as I always complain <laughs> about, like, half of a pay-per-view for WWE is, is replays. Replays. I mean, great, I did watch all of them because I didn't know fucking shit was going on. Well, I watch them anyway because there's little things I forget and there's weeks I've missed and it kind of fills in little gaps and sometimes if I'm excited about the match... Plus I got a roll. Plus, like... Yeah. (laughs) There's great times to go to the bathroom if you're watching it live, get snacks, whatever. Like, And sometimes if you're really hyped about that match for whatever reason, watching that adds to the hype. But they don't do enough of that. You're right. In AEW. And it's just like, you feel lost sometimes. They don't need to be as long as them. Like, sometimes the WWE was like, like why, is this, why is this thing fucking yeah. 15 minutes long? <laughs> I agree. I need a five minute thing. <laughs> For each match. I need five minutes. If it's a shit match, give me a three minute one. Yeah. But if it's a good match, I need five, six minutes. <laughs> Tops. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm just like, it's just too chaotic. Yeah, if that makes sense. <coughs> agreed. And I just I find myself I used to have a lot of interest in it and feel very vested in it, and now that interest has slipped. I, I I think it's because you have a new toy. Um, you have trips in charge at WWE, so you're into that right now anyway. So if you're gonna watch stuff, it's gonna be Raw and SmackDown. Just because, really, it's and it's, even NXT has improved. Yeah, you're gonna book a T on NXT soon. Yeah. And I just like, which is I, I, I'm kind of excited to hear, hear Wade on SmackDown. I think Wade on SmackDown would be funny. They should give him a fucking podium though. They should be able to say bad news Barrett shit. I'm this afraid rant. I've got some bad. News. You would now have to face the Undertaker one on one. I don't know. Uh, Teddy Long, Teddy Long Barrett. Teddy Long Bad news, Teddy. <laughs> bad news, Teddy. That'd be hilarious, actually. We need a bad news, Teddy. <laughs> Listen, play. I got some bad news. It's always the Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> Next thirty years. Mm-hmm. He's got a. He's got some live show thing. Did you see the ad for this? Yeah, it's a one dead man show. Yeah, he's gonna be in Boston. Right. It's Fire Series weekend. Fire Series yeah. is also in Boston. Yeah, I know that. I just, I don't, do you know what this is? Because I haven't looked into it yet. I think he just tells stories. Like, I, I think I've seen clips okay. of them through, like, clip uh, from TikTok and YouTube and shit like that. Like, they all kind of do it. Yeah. Like, when they, once they're older. Like, Edge was doing it for a long time. And they tell you, like, backstage shit. Oh, like, I just watched one with Kurt Angle. And he was talking about, like, when he was talking to Vince about the brand split originally. Because yeah. why are we doing this? It, <laughs> and then Vince says, wrestlers have too much exposure. Yeah. You guys should only be on once a week. And I thought that made sense. Yeah. It does kind of make a lot of sense. Kurt was like, yeah, but like TV shows are up for a half hour. So they, they, you get just to that character. I'm on for like three minutes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but you should only be on once a week. Yeah. Because there's too many of you. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of fucking wrestlers. and, and There's and, a lot of fucking wrestlers. And this is, again, one of the symptoms we were just talking about with AEW. It's just... Hey, this is a random thought. I just randomly thought about it. WWE's making a lot of three-man groups right now. Yeah. 
or three, four man stables. Factions. Right. Uh, are they bringing a fucking trios title in too? I wouldn't be surprised. Why? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I think that tag team titles should the the free free bird rule should be in effect for like groups like that. But it is for New Day. I know it is for New Day, but like if you're gonna have tag teams go to a multi man, uh, except except when New Day was just Kofi and Xavier. Yeah, Biggie got drafted to the other side. My whole point of the matter, though, is I feel like if you're gonna have a faction and have that faction win a title, let it just kind of like, for instance, like DX. Like, oh, they were on TV last night too. Yeah, I know. Was there like they didn't do much? Isn't some like anniversary for DX? Yeah, twenty fifth anniversary or something. They didn't do much. Um, There was the part uh, Road Dog was like one half of the seven tag uh, seven time. Seven or six times. Whatever. 17 tag time seven champions times. of the world. Yeah. Uh, the road dog, Jesse David, and then he points to the crowd and they go, badass Billy Gunn. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty fucking cool. They didn't mention him by name or anything on there, but the, you, definitely heard, the, you definitely heard the, the chat. Right. <laughs> because that's something that's, like, that's, just, that's why they were one of my favorite tag teams, and they still are. It has nothing to do with their actual wrestling they, ability. Like, it has to do with that. I think Triple H was kind of forced a little bit, because, like, he now he's, like, suit and tie guy. Yeah. And you can tell these other fucking morons just want to get fucking high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, at one point, he goes, hey, it smells funny in here. Is that you, Road Dog? <laughs> and he goes, no, it's X-Pac. But, like, Riddle had just walked out, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh god. <laughs> yup. But I mean, Tri- Trips is definitely more of the straight edge. He comes off the straight edge guy now. Um, obviously, Sean probably wants to get high, but he's not going to get high. Yeah. Well, Sean. Sean looks like shit. He, Sean looks so fucking old now, dude. <laughs> Sean looks so bad. He also looks tiny now with no lifts and issues and shit. <laughs> yeah, because he always was tiny. At least Xbox's still wearing his lips, or he's actually like just bigger than Sean. I think that's just because X-Pac was so skinny that he seemed so much smaller. He might probably be, like, taller. Maybe. I think it's just the lankiness that makes him appear smaller than... Because, like, Sean at least was a little bit more buffed out, at least in his upper body region. Then, right, exactly. Then, now, he's lost a lot of that muscle mass right, now, he, though. He's old. <laughs> but he's still the, the, the brains behind NXT, so... Which is fine because you know what I'm really starting to kind of like at least get with not like, I'm I'm really on the wrong breaker train and I think he can be a huge fucking star. Yeah, his I ring work s- is not that bad. They're going to Roman Reigns the fuck out of him. My problem is is this is that and like this Halloween Havoc's coming up and it's him versus Mini Balor and somebody and, uh, Dragonoff. Yeah, which I like Dragonoff. I've kind of always like we saw that match with him and Walter yeah. and was like that's like match of the year. And it ended up being one of the candidates. I think it was my match of the year that that year. So. You went with AEW. Yeah. (laughs) Probably not going to happen this year. Who knows, Um, though? They've had some some bangers. They have. Don't get me wrong. But right right now, I'm going Sheamus and Gunther, though. Honestly. And and then maybe Sheamus and Gunther, too, from that random SmackDown. (laughs) Which was like an incredible match. It was an incredible... That was a good match, too. Th- th- like, those are two of the top ten. I'm, I'm guaranteeing you right now. 
<laughs> and this is like Seamus is one of those people I think everybody sleeps on. Do I banger think... after banger after banger after banger? I don't think he's the best wrestler in the world. Um, but did they... I don't think that he is a great world champion. He's had his run. Oh, I like him as a mid card guy. Don't get me wrong. But I do think that it is slept upon as to how good Sheamus actually is in the ring. You know why? He's been around too fucking long. You started to hate him a little bit. He yeah. fell off a little bit, making a little resurgence. You're like, oh yeah, he's fucking underappreciated as a motherfucker. Yeah. But like, he he's like a fucking Grand Slam champion. He is. Like he's like, did we not realize that? Like yeah. he already had that. We exactly. And we. But he's not. He's not had the Intercontinental yet. No, he's had the Intercontinental. Okay, so he is definitely a Grand Slam champion. Yeah. You should and go to XC just, and win that title. Just fucking... I feel like a lot Jericho. of it, too, is just... It's it's like, yeah. Like, he's just... He's he's around too much. And then... But we always forget that, like, we were huge on the bar. Right. Him and Cesaro was, like, one of the best tag teams. Agreed. I mean, we just... So I just feel like a lot of people sleep on Sheamus in that regard. Like, I still don't think he's going to carry a world title very well. I also agree with you about the Braun Breaker and Roman Reigns thing. Like they're yeah. gonna, they're gonna Roman Reigns. And I, I will say, some of his late or his matches that I've watched, I actually haven't. The matches weren't bad. I just him himself is the thing. Like not his ring work. It's just him himself. But there, he's definitely the next Roman Reigns. They're gonna. I don't know. I just this, his ring work has grown on me. I'll give him that. It's not. It's not great. It's, it's not bad. Definitely I think his character work has gotten way better. Yeah. Because at first I didn't like his like, like even like his person or his persona out there, but now at least like he has that. He has the fans with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're the the, the hype for the tri- uh, triple threat. He's out there and he goes, "You have thirty three to thirty percent chance of winning." Honestly, I I still don't know why they didn't just give him a like Braun Steiner. I would have been okay with that, too. I just... We all know who he is. Right. Because you told me who he was before he even started. I'm like, oh, yeah. you just already ruined He does that. look a lot like his dad, too. Ugly-ass bastard. <laughs> Dog-faced gremlin 2.0. Yeah, I don't know. They all kind of look alike. <laughs> I, people... I think that the problem with, with uh, Scott is the fact that he went all blonde and big pump of pump. And cut his fucking hair. Yeah. Like, but if I, I see when I think of the Steiners, I always remember him with the long kind of mullet yeah. looking look and like that very, um, it reminds me a lot of like the Creed Brothers type of. The Creed Brothers remind me a lot of that, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, like. That's what I'm saying. They should put Brown with the Creed Brothers. I think it fits better. I do too. I mean, I guess that's what that mind was supposed to be before they fucking. I yeah. I can't tell what the fuck they're doing now. Yeah, that whole thing fell apart, kind of. I was never huge. I, I like, and even the Creed brothers, like I like them, but they're not. Like, yeah, they're not great. They're, they're NXT people. Yeah, they're, they're definitely not main roster caliber yet. No, not at all. I don't. I I wouldn't even put them on AEW main roster right now. I wouldn't either. They'd still be on dark. Right. Maybe an occasional rampage. <laughs> oh yeah, they, and they're losing on rampage. Like they they're, they're fucking, uh, Pillman and fucking Garrison. I know. Poor Pillman. <laughs> Because I don't think Pillman's that bad. Like, his... Pillman Jr. is pretty decent. I just think the whole... 
fuck Sidney Blonde's thing is Jay, he never wins. <laughs> he never wins. He's there all the time. He's still they still never win. Griff has gotten his ass beaten more than most AEW wrestlers. They always seem to get like he always seems to get like laid out when they're like yeah yeah by somebody else. Like, with, why, why do you group. work here? Are you, are you just gonna be a jobber forever? Like, I mean, hey, if the money's good and you're good at being a jobber, I mean, I guess it's like. Uh, do you really want that though? Like, people look at you like, what are you fucking Brooklyn brawler? Like, has he won a match? I don't know. If they've won a match, it's been a tag team match that they won. I guarantee Griff has never won a solo match if he's if the few he's had. Garen fucking teed hands down. Like didn't they feed him the like Luchasaurus at one point? Yeah, I think so. Like like Speaking literally of, just Why fed is him he to... not tag team partners with fucking Jungle Boy? Oh, Griff? Yeah. Yeah, they they would make perfect sense. That's together. the Hollywood they look blonde. alike. Yeah. Well fucking uh, the Jungle a... Blondes. He's just gonna go to fucking Hollywood Blondes anyway, isn't he? <laughs> They're all gonna be kind of. <laughs> yeah. They just let Pillman grow his hair out and let it all be flowy. Then it could be the Hollywood Blondes. <laughs> 2.0. It would fit better. I mean, yep. like, one's a movie star kid. Yeah. One is movie, the son a of a star, movie star. Not, well, TV star. I don't know if he's a movie star. He's been in movies. <laughs> Do you know more of a TV star or a movie star? Well, 90210. That's, I think, where right. we all know. So that's a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> so he's in a TV star. But still, like... It's like yeah. me saying, do you know The Rock better as a wrestler or a movie star? So most T- kids... TV and movies are both Hollywood, technically, still. So. Right. I didn't say Hollywood star. I said... Yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying, like, yeah, it, it's the son of a TV star yes. and, you know, Pillman, who fucking, too, right. was... His father was a member of the original Hollywood Blondes. And then Griff. Yeah. Just because he's there. Yep. And he's blonde. <laughs> and he's looking at his ass beat. Yep. I just want to put Jungle Boy with that group now. Now that he doesn't have a dinosaur anymore again. Yeah, that big, whole thing too. Like Big show Luchasaurus. Uh, yeah. What, he changed fucking face to heel, face heel? Like in like... But again, like this, is, this, is, this is the thing I'm talking about with too much chaos and, and trying to do too much. I feel like they try to do too Stop much. Stop trying to swerve me. That's the problem, because they're trying to do all this swerving and all this crazy shit. Stop trying shit. to roof Is Rufo in there now? Stop trying to make things up. Like, let it happen. Be organic about it. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't work. And I think it's they're trying Warren, to do... Like, you, you were doing so well at first. They're Stop sh- trying to swerve me. They're trying to... I feel like it's like, we're going to throw all these swerves to outdo WWE. Yeah, don't do that. But you're you're outswerving yourself, right? <laughs> in a sense, like I don't know. And I get that not everyone can be on TV all the fucking time. That's fine. That's great. And I'm not I'm not asking for everyone to be on TV all the time either. I just do think that like I agree with the. Black but you gotta put your belts on title on, on on TV, right? And you have so fucking many of them now because you don't have a fucking third show. Now, granted, that that probably has to do with higher ups and contract signings and money and shit that I had no control over. Yeah. Whatever. However, you need this, take you elevation need a, away from you now. Need, you need give it an elevation. Make it fucking ROH. Yeah, because then you can at least put all the ROH titles on that show, and it's like okay, cool. They have a home. Yeah, and then you can split what's left between Dynamite and Rampage right. to get all of your champions showcased, and also showcase other people going after right. those said titles. 
it would work fine. You know what I'm saying? They, they need to just put ROH in Daily Center and have it be elevation. Like, mm-hmm. central location. You know what I mean? So it's not traveling with everybody else. And the thing is... You can, you can tape it fucking Tuesday afternoon and that, air it Tuesday night. That's, that's what makes it so fucking... That's NXT. But you, you get what I'm saying. Like, Well, yeah. Like, they've got... I don't think she go up against that another company. I think they should just do their own thing. Yeah. Well, I'll then put them on Thursdays because no one that's else impact. is doing... Yeah, but... Eh. You know what I'm saying? Put it on 10 o'clock on Impact. Yeah. I mean, after... So, like, you, people can watch Impact... You have you have an arena you can use all the time for that. To just plus it'd be late at night on Thursday. There's nobody fucking. You open. could literally impact the fuck out of it and record like a couple weeks. You can in record a row. like six weeks in a row, right? Yeah, four weeks two, in a row. Do two, a month at a time. Do pay per view, pay per view like they do. Yeah, fine, because you could do that in one day at or two day over one or two days yeah. at dailies, which you could easily use because your daddy owns it. Right, well, he owns it. Whatever, Same as well. Yeah. <laughs> So even even more so to the point. Exactly. <laughs> Why not? It's not like you need. It's not like you need to go around and tour at all these venues. ROH is that type of thing. You could do very NXT style, very Impact style, and just and huh? people would still like it. People yep. would travel to come see it. Yep, because it's, it's another it's, thing it's to only, do. It's, it's tapings, and you get to watch four shows at the same time. Yep. Exactly. So. Would work absolutely fine. You have all the resources to do it. And if you had to start it out on YouTube... Like I said, get rid of Elevation. You don't need two darks on YouTube. Right. Just make one. And then if you do a good enough job, it's an easy thing to take to your fucking, you know, your your have, network people. And say, a, hey, 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 look. Hey, go look, look at the shit we've done with no budget. Yeah, exactly. Give me some fucking fireworks. Yep. I guarantee you we can make right. this work. That's what I think. We can actually produce profits. Because that's what it all boils down yeah, to. We can make you some money. You know. And in hand, make ourselves some money. Exactly. Because that's what all this is really about. Right. You know. So. Clearly. Just like, clearly, because he's not focused on a product right now. Yeah. <laughs> Look at our fucking buy-in rates. Like, I don't give a fuck. Show me a better product. I don't care if people watched it. I, I didn't like it. Show me something better. Yeah. And honestly... The one thing about AEW is even if some of their shit was usually a little wonky on the week to week, like their pay per views, especially because they don't, right. they only have like four or five, like it, actual. It, it, right. It was, so it was, they're it, usually it meant more. Yeah, and they also felt like I also felt like that their their pay per views were of really good quality, and this last one, what was it, all out that we just yeah, watched, it was, was just was like <laughs> like went way down. I mean, you had two new title holders, and they got stripped literally by Wednesday. So, I mean, like, four-day ring. Yeah. If you even count it like that, because technically they were going to be stripped way before that. It was just aired mm-hmm. on Wednesday or whatever. Exactly. So, I, I don't know. Like, I just... This whole thing has gone... I feel like there's, like, a lot of happening backstage there, too, which is... Right. All this fighting going on backstage. Oh, fighting happens in WWE too. I'm like, great. And it does. It, and, and it does. It. And it can and it will. And we know of so many stories where there were actual fights backstage back in the day. That aside. Back in the day? Yeah. Today. Charlotte Becky. Yeah, exactly. This shit happens. And it's Becky, always. N- Becky Nia Jax. Yeah. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> There's so many of these more, more, way more currently. And There's probably one that I don't know about right now. 
tons of them currently. Honestly, it happens everywhere. It's going to you can't all be friends. Now true. my issue with this though is I honestly sometimes feel like the issues in AEW are a symptom of the management too. I think they're all preventable. I think a lot of it. Uh, a lot of it has been a little bit more preventable. I, and you're always going to have ones that are unpreventable. There's it, always going to be somebody it, where... where They need like a social media class, like as a group. Yeah. Don't air all your shit out. <laughs> and my thing is, again, this or is... Or do. I don't care. Like, do what you want to do. It just... It just sounds... <laughs> it's just... I just feel like if there's chaos backstage because of... Through some of the shit going on with management, some of that is going to bleed into... Like, I don't know. I feel like letting them all go the way you know, that they do, like, on their own and do their things and all this. And, like, yeah, we gave shit to Vince sometimes for putting some reins on the social media side of his wrestlers. Right. But, that, but that, now... That, now you kind of see but, why. But, exactly. Now we're being given the other side of that coin and it's like letting all these guys just kind of do what they want is breeding more like sometimes you gotta play babysitter yeah and that's a toxic place to begin with so mm -hmm. um lots of egos lots of fucking adrenaline and all that kind of shit that is going to make problems anyway and just letting them all try to figure it out on their own is definitely not the answer it is definitely not the answer because it's it's going to keep adding to the chaos of your show and its unpredictability and who the fuck is gonna get sent home this week and well, who's gonna say something stupid? Yeah, or... how many times are you gonna promote things and then have to fucking cancel them because someone's gonna get into a fight and you're gonna have to like and obviously this you're gonna get sent home shit isn't enough to stop them either. Right. Maybe Tony needs to take a month off. Let let someone else run the show for a little bit. Get away from everything like. You can't. It's hard to be part, run the creative part and the money part. Yes, because you're, is, you're, you're, cause you're thinking about both, and you're and this is why if you both. look at WWE, where you have a lot of the money part and shit like that. I'm sure is, that's the board of directors, and they're dealing with a lot of that. It's actually shit. Stephanie. Yeah, I mean, I know it's the same household, but they, they they're taking it two different routes yeah. right now. You know what I mean? Like it's well, not the same. This is what kind of makes them an ultimate power couple within the company cuz Stephanie was born and bred to be the business side the, of right. it. And Trips coming up as a wrestler and knowing the struggles and the storyline, the storyline structure. Yeah, uh, using like, his people to his advantage like his producers um like Tyson Kidd. Yeah. So that being said, like they they're made to be their roles. So like right. yeah, they are basically the company. Um, but you got her. Also, also is the board who help with money and stuff. well, the board and money, and they 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 do a lot of final says and shit like that. Right. Obviously, yeah, that is one side of it. But like Stephanie is the head. Stephanie's of that. great for the business side of things. Like right. this is this is what she is. She's she's a businesswoman. Honestly, she her father was the ultimate businessman, kind of. Right. right, her mother was also a yeah. businesswoman, and b before she was running for office and stuff. Exactly. So, so they, they, you know, I mean, like, and I guess it does kind of run in the family because we always forget that. Like Shane has a lot of his own very successful businesses on his own. He uh, he has one of like the biggest streaming platforms in like China or something like that. So like, they are intelligent. And again, there's money still, does a lot. I mean, you can buy a good education with money. Well, the other thing, yeah, you buy a good education. I mean, you need to buy into the education you as also, well. <laughs> you also have 
like the the clout in the background to be able to start things up much easier than right. most people would. But like, yeah, it's what works because Stephanie's definitely great at. She's like, gonna make money when you already have money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's also good at a lot of the public image stuff and right. doing a lot of that outreach, like Make a Wish and a lot of the other donations and stuff they do, like. That's, Which is fine, but don't, please stop putting it on my fucking TV. <laughs> honestly, you want to, like, like, like... Have a special once in a month or something. Yeah, like, because... So I don't have to watch I'm it. I'm not trying to be... I like that they do all that stuff. I like that Me they too. do take... I just want to read it as I scroll through Facebook one time. Put, put, this is why you guys have your own website. You put all these stories on your yeah, website. I don't need to watch all that. You don't need to take up my wrestling TV time with this. Bring back the magazine if you want. Put it in that... <laughs> So, do digital magazines. I think they do still. Do yeah, that. that's basically WWE.com, essentially. Yeah, like, but like, so, but just, yeah. Like, leave it on that. Maybe once have a, a special. Year, once a year, like how you used to do, like, the, the troops thing. Like, once a year, have a special where you kind of cover all your fucking... Make it around WrestleMania time if you want. Make, and you can just cover... Just make us to watch every fucking second of it. I don't mind, like, hey, this is... Well, the blah, other blah, problem blah, is blah, sometimes, blah, blah, they, sometimes they beat it like a dead horse yeah. and show it too much. Like, right. I need to see that's it my once. Problem. Right. I need to see it once. You move on to the next thing you do if that's how you're going to do it. I'm not trying to sound like a dick. I like that you guys will do that. And I, I, I'm, it's great. I love it. It's cool. But like, I don't need to see it. I don't need to see the whole fucking setting of it. I don't need to see the whole storyline of that. Sometimes it takes away from the... Because the, it does show the wrestlers in a different light. Sometimes having it with like, hey, they're... Per- Portraying characters here, and then here's their human side. That's why I like MJF, because he's a dick. Fuck that kid. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's MJF. Bailey's starting to be like that. Like, a line at least. Like, she's like keeping up with the thing, and well, fuck it, them kids. She's like yelling at fucking little girls in the crowd at fucking Extreme Rules. Yeah. Like, Who sucks? Bailey sucks? Fuck you. I don't know if she actually said it, but it was yeah. something like that. <laughs> like, the fucking it's the kfab side of it like, yeah and trying to keep it alive a little bit outside of which i like yeah so, so the ones that are doing it big uh, you know, much respect to them like mjf is by far the king of that mjf is definitely the <laughs> king of old school kfab yeah and he, just not turning off your character unless like you're, I said, unless you're so inside so, your house without your cam with cameras on you i'm sure he's not a complete fucking asshole because he has a fiance now so like somebody likes him yeah, and I'm pretty sure a big part of his hiatus time was if you're in that K-Fab for so long, I feel like that's why some of those type of guys need a, a hiatus break to just reset and kind of hide away from the world for a minute. Right, just make it so I don't have to talk to anybody for a little while. Yeah. So I can, you know, be Max. Yeah, exactly, and just, like, kind of, like, not get too deep into it. Right. I mean, that happened to Taker with the whole dead man thing. And... Right, and he's just, uh... <laughs> He's just burnt up by that too, but still. Yeah, well, that's the thing, though. Because like, back then, keeping KFAB alive outside of the ring was far more of a thing still than it is now. So it burnt him out. But and that's exactly th- what it is. That's why they need those little hiatus breaks so they don't get burnt yeah, out. People got shot in locker rooms. That's how they set on fights back then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, take some of that and <laughs> leave yeah. it out the door. But, like... <laughs> well, it's like fucking Bruiser Brody, like... Well, I was just yeah, saying, like, you know, like take, take, you her, take her saying to death and people shit. bringing guns and knives, like uh, the, the Scorpio Sky thing in fucking yeah. Korea. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. But, 
Yeah, they needed... Not Scorpio Sky. The fuck? Too cold Scorpio. I said Scorpio yeah, Sky. Yeah, you did. I, I knew what you meant, though, <laughs> and I just went right along with it because I got it. Those are two different people, though. Yep. Two absolutely different people. <laughs> I like the... I, on, <laughs> where the fuck he go? Is he hurt again? Probably. I, don't I haven't know. seen him on TV in a while. You know Frankie Kazarian's a fucking X-Division champion right now? No. Did not know that. Technically, he relinquished it so he can do the options you see thing and face Josh Alexander at the next pay-per-view thing. And then the, Which, win- the winner is- of that gets Bully Ray. Bully's back? Yeah, he, he won some Battle Royal thing. He's number one contender or something. I don't know what it actually was, but oh sometimes I think he, he has some type of he's, poker chip he's briefcase yelled, thing. He's yelled at the wall, too. He's yelled at the wall, too, but... He also makes a fool of himself sometimes with the things he's he does. Nice. But some of the, like he's more cornet to me, where like I can listen to him and I and I think it's funny and I'm cool with it. But he does say some stupid bonehead shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I that being know. said, who is your douchebag? Like, um, you got all those candidates plus like you can throw anybody else, Bully Ray in there too. Like, I mean, like any of them. But petty reasons only. I'm gonna pick Tony Khan because I think he could stop most of his problems. I was just going to say, I was probably going to be petty and pick Tony Khan, too, because I feel like... Let let Jerry Lynn and fucking Arn Anderson run the creative side for a little bit. I don't know who else is over there, but like, let... I, I know, know those two are there. But you got enough old-timers that kind of... Let, du- let Dustin and fucking Jericho run it. I don't give a shit. But fuck... <laughs> Again, you have enough old-timers that have been through this that could be helpful to you. See, when he had Cody, that's what Cody's job was. That's why it all kind of fell apart when Cody left. You know what's funny that you make that? Because it's like, honestly, that's true. Because once Cody left to go back to WWE, I feel like AEW has started rolling downhill. It also shows the AEW guys that they're they're like, like, don't be so, don't get into the hype of the fans versus fans thing. Like, yep. make your money, do your thing. Like, if you're better than WWE, how fucking much, go there. How much was Cody getting dogged and trashed while he was in AEW, and he walks out and faces Seth at WrestleMania, yeah. and to one of the biggest pops we've seen out of a WWE audience. Until Bray. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was much better than you got from fucking Paige. Yeah, I mean, dude, all the cell phones came out. Everyone was like instant fireflies, like the and whole audience. I mean, it definitely helped that it was Philly. It helped that it was Philly, a big, a big, big place, wrestling city. That's why you got to do it there. Yeah. But yeah, the pop for Bray was huge. But that pop for Cody was huge, and people were all on board with Cody. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, he was like the next big thing, and everyone was happy. Always pushed him to, again, including me, like, oh, he's going to win money in the bank and fucking take the thing and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, if he didn't get injured, that, right. that he it would not be fucking he comes back theory with that briefcase. He's going to be number 30 at the Rumble. I think so, too. He's going to be 30 or Because they one. said up to nine months. The surgery successful up one. to nine months. He might be one, knowing him, because he wants to go all the way through the fucking thing. Or Set two, a record. Or two. That's the same fucking number. I know it's the same <laughs> number, but... One and two are the same fucking thing. Well, cause it I should could, be one in one A. I could definitely <laughs> see someone coming out and people like, oh yeah, and then I'd laugh if like Seth came out at number one and then like fucking Cody comes out at like number two. Because that's some shit they would probably do too. I feel like. Because also, Seth's the type of guy that could go the hour if he was going to stay in it for a long right. time Seth, too. Seth, he could be there now. He's, he's one of those people. 
So, and that just rehashes a little bit of old blood right before Cody left. I do definitely think he's at the Rumble, though. I, I think he's at the Rumble. I think it's much more surprise, though. That's why I'm thinking 30, mm-hmm. 27. Yeah, the famous numbers like yeah. that. So. I think he wins. He probably will. But I think it's 30 because you're like, oh, who fucks, who, oh, there's no fucking Cody. And you got like fucking like. I don't know, Sin Cara at fucking 29 or something. You know what I mean? Like, you're like... Yeah. What the fuck is this? Oh, it's gonna be like fucking Raul Mendoza from fucking Phantoms. Like, okay, whatever. Cool, yay. And then 30 comes out. You know, he's in here. Fucking Cody Rhodes. Yep. Something, something, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Trenaline in my soul. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a huge pop, too. And he took like fucking Again. an hour and a half to get down there. Yep. He's very theatrical. So, I, yeah. But that's my rumble prediction now. But that's why it has to be 30. So he's last. Well, so who else? So the Cody Vader can get out there and everything. Who else is going to win the rumble and try to take the title from Roman? Yeah, I got nobody. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, Cody seems like the best choice right now. Also, I still feel like they need to do that just to show that if you were over there and you come over here, we could potentially make you a champion. I think he's going to be a champion. I don't think he's going to be fucking world champion very long. No, because we've discussed this before with the whole underdog thing is great, and then you win the title, and then it's shit 30 days later. Right. So, right. as much as we want to... He's going to start making those fucking speeches he made much, in AEW, and I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, go there's, <laughs> there's, there's, like... There's a lot of people who will bitch about Roman being champion for two fucking years, right? But you kind of need that. Yep, get a chase out there, and then literally have it fucking stripped by... So, uh, even if it's fucking Seth Rollins again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just a heel. Yep. You need, you need, you need heels. <coughs> you need heels who are good enough too to catch enough heat to be able to take that title for a while and make the build towards someone winning it worth it. And Roman's done well in that aspect, right? But in that same aspect, he's kind of killed any anyone. There's no one left, right? Is the problem now because he's literally gone up against everybody in the two years that you have on the roster right. that could beat him. So like, you needed Cody. And you need to push somebody fast. And Theory's not your boy, apparently. No, that that was Vince's boy. That is not Triple H's boy. Even though, like, he is an NXT guy. And Trips, I'm sure, will push him in some aspect. It right. is not Theory, though. I don't think it's Theory. For that role. Although Theory could be that guy at some point. Theory could be a Ziggler and just want, have one randomly. Theory could definitely be that guy at some point. I still feel like it's too early for Theory. I agree. Too early for Theory. Absolutely. So, there's other people you could try to push. I don't know. Yeah, whoever those fucking people are. Can't think of one on top of my head. We ran kind of long. I was going to play a game, but... (laughs) Yeah, we went crazy in our rant this time. (laughs) Did you pick Tony Khan or did you pick somebody else? I, I agreed with Tony Khan. All right. All right. See? I feel I like... I don't get me wrong. Episode. I feel like a lot of the wrestlers involved are douchebags too. But at the same time, I feel like he's the he's he's the one in charge. I'm going to get very fucking... 
corporate world with you. Like he's the one in charge. He's the boss. He's responsible for everybody. Just give. You give. got too much of this happening right now, and way too publicly happening. Because we know about backstage fights on WWE side, but I feel like it's not as just because they, they try to bury it. Yeah, they try to bury all their inside problems. Yeah, including fucking Vince and his fucking scandals and blah blah blah. They try to bury all their inside problems. Yeah. Stop being so transparent, quote unquote. Yeah, it's not always the best thing for your company or your business because it opens you up to a lot of scrutiny. And granted, yeah, we can open up WWE to some of those scrutinies. At least they try to hide it and deal with it internally. Which is fucked up, but like still. It's fucked up, but it is also technically an internal problem. Yeah. At the time, it's internal. I don't need to know all this shit. It's 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 at the point where it's like, and and even when it comes to just the fights, like it's an internal problem that doesn't really need to be acknowledged and given to the audience. Right. Like I didn't I didn't need to know about you and Eddie. You cannot like somebody. And actually, we all work with people every day that we don't like. But you know, in other jobs, we can't go around just punching people in the face, or else we're going to get fired. So, like. It's it's one of those things where it's, this is why I feel like, yeah, the wrestlers are just as much douchebags because it's like, you know what I'm saying? I agree. I mean, they, they did kind of like... Act a little bit more professional. They, they kind of made their own beds, but like... Act a little Tony, more Tony's in charge, so he's... You're not going to like a lot of these other people you work with. You're going to have your own opinions and stuff. And, but just please act more professional. Because to me, it just feels very unprofessional. Agree. And it's like... I understand that it's a an, a, a thing. It's just like UFC and all that. But like in a sense where you're promoting fighting and da-da-da-da-da. But you have to be professional. Or at least sell the fights like fucking Dana does on fucking uh, Ultimate Fighter fucking season. So you two hate each other? Good. You two are going to coach teams yeah. against each other. <laughs> so it's like... Exactly. <laughs> I... That's what, that's, what, that's what Dana does. That's exactly what Dana does. <laughs> I don't have much that show in years, but that's what he does, right? No, like, but <laughs> I, I, she, she did that forever, at least, because there was like Ronda and Misha. Yeah. It, they it, fucking despised each other. It was um, Lesnar and somebody. Yeah. There is also uh, like Rampage and somebody who hated, they hated each other. When Rampage broke the door that yeah. season. The BJ Penn one. Yeah. The first season was, uh, who the fuck were the first two coaches? Wasn't it like Liddell and somebody else? Yeah, it was Liddell and Ortiz, who yeah. fucking can't stand each other. Exactly. So, Probably still. Yeah. Like fucking but I Goldberg, still... Bret Hart fucking hatred. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Cornette, Vince Russo hatred. <sighs> yep. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know, you got you, sh- you guys should appear to be a little bit more professional backstage. Because I don't think it helps with your whole public image and the way people are going to look at your company. and Just just take a step back for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let someone's run creative so you're not trying to deal with both sides. Tony's trying to do too much, and honestly, I know Tony... Be, like, be, be more disciplinary, so you're not trying to like, okay, well, these are my favorites even. Yeah, my other problem with Tony is... Because he has like, favorites. Yeah. I clearly, he clearly has favorites, and the, that favoritism thing does not work well in a professional workplace, no. especially one like wrestling. I feel like it's even more so of an issue. Yeah, I mean, just 
Stop, stop having your favorites. Stop putting... If you have any roster, put them on fucking TV. I know it's easy said they're done, because, I mean, Trips wasn't doing that either. Right. Still. But, I don't know. Yeah. Get so, shit together. Take, take a month off. That's what I decided for... Today. Honestly, he should leave somebody else who's more versed in the creative side of wrestling to be his creative right. control. You can still say no to shit. Like, you can still be... Like, you, You're you still wanna... the boss. Yeah. Vince said no to lots of things. You're still the boss, but I feel like just letting somebody else take the reins on that that's more versed in it than you are would help you a lot. Yeah. I think Moxley got a five-year extension is kind of what his job's going to be. He's like the liaison now. Yeah, he's going to be like coach slash like whatever, and which is fine because honestly, I think Moxley is one of those great examples of a guy who was stifled by creative control and sh- went out and... I don't know. Honestly, right now, they should be kissing his ass anyway because I feel like without Moxley, you'd be in a far worse place than yeah. you are right now. He, he is going to be... A He's seven, your face right now. He's going to be a 17-time AEW world champion. He's the face of your company and you should just fucking run with it, honestly, at the yeah. end of the day because... Which pisses Cornette right the fuck off. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I like Moxley, so I'm good with it. I love Moxley. He's all he even back then. He was one of my favorites in the Shield. Like Seth right, was Seth was number two to me back in the day. So like Roman did not matter at all. <laughs> nope, like, that could have been anybody. Honestly, yeah, to me it could have been Roman anybody. could have been fucking literally Big E, and it would have been the same fucking group. Yep. So maybe, maybe a different time frame, so that wouldn't have worked. But you get what I'm saying. It could have yeah. been anybody from NXT. Yep. Anybody. I just... Yeah. I've always liked Mox the most, so... And recent Mox has been one of my favorites. I definitely like the I don't give a fuck, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. My job's to beat your ass and fucking cash a paycheck thing. I don't know why I like that. <laughs> but it works. But yeah, without him right now, they'd be up shit's creek without they, a paddle. Really who would you be giving that title to right now? It would be Debray. And honestly, I like Debray, but I don't think he can carry a title like Mox can. I I don't I don't I like Bry a lot. I'm going to tell you something that most wrestling fans need to hear. Danny Bryan is extremely overrated. Yep. He is he is a fucking mid card. He literally is a B plus player. He's a Cesaro to me. He's a B plus. Yeah, he's a Cesaro. He's a B plus because honestly, ring work, chef's kiss. Top notch. You know what I'm saying? But the persona to be able to carry a world title and be a face of a company. No. <laughs> sure. Definitely not him. He he would be a good coach. He would be a good fucking guy who can he's a make some coach. matches. He's 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 a great coach. He's a good guy to listen to for Tony Khan. But other than that, like, he's a he's a guy that like you should listen to him for all your in ring version of. Korea. You should literally take Blackpool minus Wheeler and let them be your coaches. Yep. And you know producers. And let Regal run creative. Regal, I'll be. I a, forgot he was there too. So we we got Regal and Dustin Reg- Regal, and fucking Jericho. Regal was a huge <laughs> part of NXT too for a long time. Uh, him and Trips and shit. So and there's a lot of NXT there. What do you know? Yeah. So. But FTR back on the fucking TV too. But yeah, you're exactly. 
please put FDR back on TV? Yeah, like what is up with that? He pushed him for a while. Why the night? fuck does one of what? Which it's not Dax. The other one like made a thing on like a comment on like social media. Yeah. Like, yeah, please put us on TV. I think it was Dax. Was it Dax or was yeah. it the other one? I don't think it was Cash. I think it was Dax. I, I, either way, it doesn't matter. Same, 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 same point. Like, we still work for you. Yeah, Book we us. still work for you. We're the hottest tag team in the world like you, right you now. Push the, the world. F- like, Dax I was having amazing you, matches. Like, he I, was having five-star matches by himself. I could not tell you of another team right now that I would pick as the tag team of the world right now. Out of any promotion. Right. And typically, it's because they have all the fucking titles, but, like, still. I haven't seen a match with them that I have disliked. They put on some hell of matches, and then Dax, like you said, has had five-star matches on his own. Like, it, this is the year of FTR, your biggest people, and they're not on TV. Why? Yeah, I don't know. But I gotta watch Sammy and Jericho. But you were pushing them fucking two months ago. Yeah. And then you just stopped pushing them. And this is the chaos of AEW. It's just things are going somewhere, and then all of a sudden they just plummet right. into nowhere. Um not great for TV. Jade's green as fuck. Why is she not on TV more? Why is yeah. she not, you know, honing that skill? She, she She's a great push, character. Push this number fast because she's got the persona side of yep. it. We've said this all along. She has the attitude and the she persona. She just needs to be in the ring more. Yeah. The more she wrestles, the better she'll get. Right. She'll become Brit. You did a good job with Brit. Yep. Maybe because she's the only wrestler you had for a long time. Yes, but now you now you and she was the same type of case, all persona, not a lot of great ring work. Now she's one of your best female wrestlers. Yeah, you've picked up a couple that are not too bad, but then again, he has this penchant for picking people with fucking attitude problems too. Thunder Rosa is another one we can throw into that list. Yeah, they all want to be the best wrestler, and they all want to be the best wrestler. That's why they don't go to WWE because they didn't want to get jobbed out because they're the best wrestler. So shit doesn't go their way because you can't fucking win everything. There's thousands of wrestlers and maybe a hundred titles. I mean, I don't know the numbers, but like, yeah, there's just literally thousands of wrestlers. There's definitely easily thousands of wrestlers in the world. Right. There may even be thousands of titles in the world too. Yeah. Because we're talking about 10,000 wrestlers in the world. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But when I'm talking about like the the biggest mountains to climb, right. I mean, there's maybe a hundred titles between WWE companies and New, New Japan, Japan Pro Wrestling. New Japan is a new title, by the way. Uh, we only got like three minutes left, and we're gonna cut it off anyway. Um, but they have a new title where it literally says like NewJapan.com on it. It's supposed to be like their fucking TV title. The, their internet title? No, they, they call it the television title. It's an internet title. But Zack Ryder, he needs this title. Zack Ryder is busy. He's like he has ten pounds of gold to defend. Okay. Or get? I think he has to get it. I don't know. Anyway, he's, fa- he's facing fucking Brodus Clay and uh, Trevor Murdoch. It's like the weirdest WWE match I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's like a fucking 2K game all the way. Oh, do you know, um, real quick before we cut out the last thing, was the, 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 did Mox like retain the, his GCW title? No, he lost that. Okay. Uh, he's done with GCW, so that he can. Go I kind of figured. So that he can go be a mentor, coach, fucking, a bug in Tony's ear to fucking tell him to stop doing the stupid shit he's doing. Fix shit. Yep. Hopefully. Work on shit. We pray in box. <laughs> we pray in box. 
Mark save us all. <laughs> that being said, we're fuck out of here. Yep. So that's it. Uh, we did. It feels like we did like two weeks in one. We kind of did. <laughs> we kind of fucking did. Um, sorry about that. Anyway, uh, until next week, I think. Yes. Till next week, motherfucking deuces. Peace.